Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Walking Together podcast. Here we talk about a bunch of random things about the Bible, about faith, about walk with Jesus. And today we're going to be talking about the Sabbath. What is the Sabbath? And what is its significance? Does anybody know what the word means? I know what the Hebrew word is. And, and we're not talking about Black Sabbath, <laughs> the band. Man. I was really hoping so. Sorry. Kyle threw me off with the, with the intro music. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. New. But it's got one expecting it. Yeah. I downloaded a few new ones. You want to hear them real quick? No, well, finish what you were saying in Hebrew. <laughs> What's, oh, okay. what's the Hebrew we'll word stay on the Sabbath? The Hebrew word is Sabaton. Sabaton. That's which would also be another great metal band. Yeah. Sabaton. Sounds like a transformer. Right? So what does Sabaton mean? Rest. Boom. So I have heard recently, like, um, what did somebody say? Um, is it considered work for pastors on Sunday if it's supposed to be the Sabbath mm. and they were mm. look at it, looking at it like Sunday is the only day Sunday is the prescribed Sabbath day so if you're working then when do you Sabbath <laughs> that wow. is not intro music nope my kid's school is calling me we're gonna silence that <laughs> I've thought that too. I thought that same question. I mean, like, man, if it's the Sabbath and like Sunday's preacher work day, like, you know, that's like the big work day of a of a pastor. So the Sabbath is Sabbath only on Sunday? It wasn't originally. Originally Sabbath was uh not Sunday at all. It's Saturday, right? It was Saturday. Sunday was considered the first day of the week. Right. But even if it was Say we had service on Saturday, and that was the prescribed Sabbath. Well, which is what Jews okay? do. <laughs> if would Jews don't worship okay? on Sunday, you know, seven day Ad Adventists or however you say it, they they do it on Saturday, right? So I go back to Jesus' words, right? Jesus said, "So yeah, I was about to say the same thing." There's scripture to back this up with. Uh, Jesus and the disciples were walking to the temple and they were hungry and they started picking grain and eating it because they were hungry and the Pharisees were like, no. I, I don't remember the scripture reference to that story. but Well, I mean, that's a common theme all throughout the New Testament because right now in Coastline we're going through John and um, John... Five is uh, the whole encounter with the dude who had been paralyzed for 38 years. And when Jesus got there, he healed him, told him to stand up, pick up his mat, and walk. And now uh, the Pharisees basically chased him down and said, what are you doing? It's the Sabbath. You're not, well, they try to use that, that to uh, you know frame Jesus as being you know kind of a false prophet and a blasphemer right. and, and going not upholding the law and that was against their customs and so I think that's where P 
people uh, ignorantly get that, you know, Sunday is supposed to be a day of rest. And if you're not resting on Sunday, you ain't resting. Right. So you're uh, the... Uh, the passage that you were referencing there of them going through the grain fields was in Mark two, and uh, and Jesus's words there at the end of that in, in verse twenty seven was the Sabbath was made for man and not man for the Sabbath. So then the Son of Man is Lord even of the Sabbath. Boom. So what does that say? What does that mean to y'all? I think that gets into. Um, like how you actually do a Sabbath too. Uh, because whenever you understand that man was, Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath, basically saying that the Sabbath was l- really only created for you. Like you weren't created to serve the Sabbath. You weren't, you're not forced to observe the Sabbath, it's a gift. It's not something that you have to become a slave over. So, especially in our American culture, you know, you always, you know, people will respond like when, how how are you doing? Or uh, most people, you know, busy. It, like busy is supposed to be a good thing. Like the busier you are, the better. Like the the more you can do in a day, the better. If you're not working 60, 70, 80 hours a week, you ain't working hard enough. And God didn't design it that way at all. Like right. when he created Adam and Eve, the first thing they did was rest. Yep. Like the the next day God rested and after he created Adam. So it seems like the way God laid it out, like that should be your, the first thing you do. Right. Which would, Rest, not, we're not talking about just rest, like watch Netflix all day, like spend, spend time with God, rest with God. Maybe that's a part of your day. There's nothing, you know, necessarily wrong with that, but to recharge and reconnect with God and then let that, you know, if you're resting like you're supposed to, then when you go to work, work, you know, do it well and do it right. But if you're not ever resting, then it's hard to, it, for me, it makes it harder to see what God's doing and why if if I'm trying to do it all the time. Right, right. And it takes self-control to rest, um, mm. you know, to, to be intentional about making time for rest and resting well, not just um, air quote resting. <laughs> right, so so as as pastors, you know, we all... Sunday is is a work day for us, so to speak. So when do you rest? Or do you have a specific time or day you try to set aside to rest either by yourself or even as a family? Ours falls on Thursday most of the time. So I, I block off Thursdays unless there's some kind of crazy event going on that demands a Thursday. Uh, and in the case of that usually we Saturday is that day. Um, but I think it's, it's important, uh, on multiple levels. I mean, you think about even just, uh, even just connecting with the people that are closest to you, Mm -hmm. 
Um, if you're working all the time and you're, you're always at it and you're never taking time to just rest and enjoy the company of the people you love that are closest to you, uh, you become disconnected really quick. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of the same way. Ours is Saturday. Um, cause I've tried other days of the week. They never work. <laughs> Well, you know, as a pastor, you're that's kinda, why it's the Sabbath, dude. You don't work. As a pastor, it's kind of you know, you're kind of on call all the time. Like you never know what's going to happen, and when somebody calls, you you kind of respond. And you gotta, if people don't know what to do, they they're normally not going to do anything. So if you don't plan it or talk about it, it's probably not going to happen. Mm-hmm. And same thing as Kyle was saying, you know, we've tried Tuesday and we've tried Thursday and meetings happen or things happen, people call and, you know, we've made a point to where like Olivia's in school during the week, so that makes it harder. But, uh, you know, we've made a point to where on Tuesday or Thursday when Olivia gets out of school, um, you know, we do something together as a family and not like we do something together with God, you know, um, whether that's watching something or reading something or going somewhere. Um, but yeah, that you, you definitely need to talk about it and plan it, it, it because if, if you don't, it's just not going to happen. There's always going to be something to do. Maybe yeah. that's why it was planned for a day. Yeah, I think originally the intent was not a bad thing, but then they started putting more weight on the day than the people. Right. Right. So the thing that caught my attention when John was reading that verse was the end of it where Jesus said, I am the Lord of the Sabbath. Um, In relation to the question that Nick asked about people saying that, that, uh, you know, a lot of people ask the question, if... Sunday is the Sabbath or whatever. Why do pastors get to work or whatever? The thought that came to my mind was that if Jesus is the Lord of the Sabbath, that means that any work that Jesus has for you to do, then that would nece- that would be permissible to do on the Sabbath, such as healing a lame man, you know, by the pool, um, being, you know, fulfilling your pastoral duties of preaching on Sunday or, you know, whatever it may be. Um, the, the, the disciples being able to pick grain because they're doing a work they're they're following Jesus and they're hungry. They got to eat. And, uh, you know, they're doing, they're doing, you know, in quotations, the Lord's work. And so doing that otherwise, uh, act that would be considered work isn't, considered work anymore because you're fulfilling God's call in your life. And I think Jesus says another verse in another place too, is like, well, if your ox or whatever is stuck in the ditch, aren't you going to get it out? Like, you know, sometimes you got to do what you got to do. Um, and it not being such a legal thing, but just being a, yeah. It's funny how, you know, almost every question or topic we talk about it all, comes back to your heart posture and your heart, like what what's the heart behind it? And uh, Kyle, do you remember? I think earlier in the year we preached the same message one Sunday. I don't really remember what 
exactly what it was about, but I remember in studying for it, you found that the it had something to do with the whale and the water and the Pharisee. Like you weren't supposed to do anything on yeah, yeah. the Sabbath. Um, talk about that. And it was funny how the Pharisees made like a, a loophole in the law to get around not doing anything. Right. Like they weren't, they weren't allowed to tie a rope to get water, but you could tie a scarf because it was clothes. So they would go and tie a scarf around a bucket handle so that way they could go and get water. But they only did that on the Sabbath. That was your that was your Sabbath water getting scarf. <laughs> so you know it I would have used a bed sheet. It's a lot longer. No, you can't. You can't use a bed sheet. No, the reason they used a scarf was because it was considered clothing. And it's okay to tie clothes, just not a rope. You can't use a sheet? No. You don't make your bed on Sabbath. Really? Yeah. It's work. Tell your wife that. (laughs) (laughs) No throw pillows on Sundays. That's right. (laughs) Yeah, all I'm getting from this is it's okay for me to sit in my pajamas, take naps all day. See, but okay, so that's the thing that I wanted to bring up is like, what does a Sabbath look like? Because if it's well, we'll if go back. rest is kind of ethereal, you know, we're just saying, yeah, you, you just rest. What does what is rest supposed to look like? What kind of rest is Jesus talking about? So I think that I think the answer is in the commandment, right? Go to Exodus twenty and verse eight. It says, "Remember the Sabbath to keep it holy." So first is. It's it's not just observe the Sabbath. Right. It's remember the Sabbath. Like what was it originally? What did you know, what did what did how did God institute the Sabbath? Right. And and what's the purpose to keep it holy? So that um that drive towards holiness, set apartness, mm-hmm. uh, you know, set apart not to you, <laughs> right. set apart to the Lord. Right. So I think it's cool that even, you know, as as God rested on that day as well, and and obviously God doesn't need to rest, but it just shows, like, God wants to spend time with you. Right. And that is an important, like, to me, one of the most important things about the Sabbath is God made a day just for you to set aside because he loves you and cares about you so much that he just wants to hang out with you. Mm-hmm. So and in also, that day or time, do something that is just hanging out with God. And it could be a number of things, whether that's reading or praying or watching something or learning something, but it makes it even more special when you do it together as a family because you're creating a something for your kids to remember just like we talked about Bobby talked about on Sunday with the whole Lord's Supper like Jesus made a memory with mm-hmm. the disciples for something to remember him by right and when you do that with your family you're you're just helping your kids and your wife and even yourself like create memories that point you back to God right and that last phrase is what I wanted to point out because the original, like where you see Sabbath first, 
show up is whenever is when God rested after creating. Like you said, he didn't need to rest, but it was also to look back on all that he had done and seen all the good that he created. And I think that's part of the purpose of the Sabbath for us, too, is to have a designated time to sit back and just see how God has worked throughout the last week. I mean, that's all, that's one of the things that I use it for, is to just sit back and just to see how God's goodness. I mean, because it's everywhere. And because if you go through your day just busy, you don't recognize God in everything. There's no way to. I mean, you're caught up in busyness, and that's just a human thing. But to look back and see how God has brought everything uh, to fruition throughout your week, yeah, I think it's a cool thing. Sunday morning, I sat in on the the next gatherings class with Mila and Greg over there, and um, one of the verses that just kind of echoed in my brain over the course of that was Proverbs three five and six: Trust mm-hmm. the Lord with all your heart, lean not on your own understanding, and in all ways acknowledge Him. Right, like that. And I repeated that phrase three times when I <laughs> when I quoted the scripture, because it, it, that's how it was echoing in my brain. And always acknowledge him, and always acknowledge him, and always acknowledge him, always. <laughs> like, <laughs> and and we can't do that uh, when we're on the go, constantly, or when we're always at work. Because when you're active in something, it's hard to reflect on other things. Right. Um, so that setting aside of time to reflect and to look at those things and to, to meditate about the things that God's put in front of you is extremely important. Yeah, absolutely. So if we're always supposed to acknowledge him, um, then we shouldn't ever get to the point to where we're so busy we're not acknowledging him, right? Or, or to where, maybe I, I phrase that wrong, maybe that our busyness doesn't, hinder us from acknowledging him always that that even in the midst of our quote-unquote busyness that we're considering jesus we're considering god and everything um so that our daily lives are a reflection of that not a separate part of our lives to where we have our lives through the week and then on sunday or whatever day you choose to be sabbath it's like okay well now i'm gonna consider what god's done for me um but always remember, yeah. meaning that every day, day in and day out, even when I'm, you know, swinging a hammer or crunching numbers on a computer or whatever it is that you do, you know, for your job or, you know, cleaning up the house, whatever it is that you're always, you always have God on your on your mind. Whether you eat, whether you sleep whatsoever mm-hmm. you do, do it all for the glory of God. Yeah, that was actually the context that I shared it on Sunday. Yeah. Right. Um, just, we were talking about the different things that we were talking about work and like the, the different things that you, you do with your time and, um, and it doesn't have meaning for the kingdom was basically the, the thought process of like, how am I purposing what God's given me and the gifts and, and time and resources that he's given me towards kingdom stuff. Um, and there was, right. you know, it, it's easy for us to get discontented when we're doing things in this life that seem meaningless in the moment, <laughs> you right. know, when you're, cause a lot of people have jobs where you just like, you know, you're just doing a task that you're like, man, does this really have any kind of impact on the kingdom? Right. Um, I mean, I found myself there, but, um, 
a lot of times just in that, and that's why I shared that scripture, you know, whether we eat, whether we sleep, whatever we do, do it all for the glory of God. If we're doing those things as if we're doing them to Him or for Him, um, then they start to to grab that meaning, um, and and God will honor those things and, and place different things in front of you. Um, that was kind of how I ended up here. I was right. I was sitting in my backyard cleaning up dog poop <laughs> and going, God, what you know? Why am I doing this? Like, what what kind yeah. of purpose does this serve for the kingdom? And God told me, be faithful with a little bit, and I'll give you much. Um, and I had to change my perspective on what I was doing. It wasn't right there in that moment that you know I switched from being a dog trainer to being you know to pastoring here. Right. Uh, there was a a big season in between that of me learning to honor him with the little things, the things that I was doing, um, that I felt like were just the grind. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. So, so how is the rest and Sabbath different from those two verses that you just shared that in all things and, and also to the Colossians one, like it's the reflective side of it. Right. Like you were saying just a minute ago, it's the, Stepping back from those things, and not that you're stepping away from them and out of sight, out of mind, they're completely gone, but that you're seeing God at work in all of it. Um, that you're because that that grind all throughout the week, the God's in all of it, mm-hmm. and and in the moment when we're doing those things, a lot of times it's you're unaware of how much, how active right. God is in all of that. But when we take the time to step back and and evaluate it, look at it, uh, discern what the Spirit's done over the course of the week, uh, a lot of times He'll reveal things to us in a, in a bigger way. And that's, I mean, to me, that's the that's a big importance of, of prayer journaling and stuff like that too. You know, just mm-hmm. being because it's a it's a good way to do that to go back and go, okay, well, what did happen this week? Right. Uh-huh. I think it's important to remember something that motivates me to to do it and why it's important is, you know, being too busy, like saying, you know, I don't. I don't have enough time. I don't have time to do that is, is saying, is telling God, you know, I don't trust that you're going to make up for whatever I'm sacrificing to, to set aside that time. You know, I have to work or I have to have another job to provide or what, you know, Mm -hmm. I, is your, it took me a while to figure out you're basically saying, God, you know, I don't trust that by me being obedient and doing what you asked me to do that you won't make up for where, wherever I'm lacking, whether that's, you know, me having to work more or, you know, it's just you wanting to be in control. Right. And that's something that you don't, you try to justify all the time. You don't like to admit, but that's all it boils down to is, you know, I don't trust that by me not working 80 hours a week that God's going to provide in a different way to meet my financial needs, for example. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. So, so then what does a, what does a healthy Sabbath look like then in, in that context? Like in trying to, um, rely on God, like trying to switch that around, what does a healthy Sabbath look like then? Because if somebody is in that, is in that situation, then like, does it have to be a full day? Does it have to? 
I think that that's between the person and God. And, and for me, it started with just when I was in that season of working all the time and being on call all the time and trying to be here and serving and, and, you know, you just think you don't have time. It started with me just praying and being like, God, you know, help me to, to see what you're doing and how you're working. And God, I don't have the time. I need you to provide the time. And when you do give me that opportunity, help me to have faith to step into it, you know, whether that's a job change or a, schedule change or maybe maybe not doing so much right even if it is at the church you know just because it's at the church doesn't mean it's something just because you're serving all the time doesn't mean that that is what necessarily god's asking you to do you know right uh and i love the uh first samuel 15 chapter where you know saul God asked Saul to go and, and annihilate all these people, children's camels, donkeys, you know, and he does it. He does he does it about seventy five percent of the way, and then Samuel, you know, the prophet and kind of the spiritual leader of Israel during that time, comes back and tells Saul, you know, God wants your obedience more than He wants your sacrifice, mm-hmm. and it just reminds me, like, just because you're doing a good thing doesn't make it a God thing. Right, and only you know in your heart if if you've asked God or if God's necessarily told you to do it. But too often we try to justify our work as an excuse not to listen. Right. I guess an important thing to to interject in the conversation too is the heart. You know, like what what the heart behind it is. If the heart behind it is self serving. Mm-hmm. Uh, versus an act of love towards God, a prioritization of, of God. I mean, that's kind of the purpose behind the Sabbath is uh, to remember the initial intent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we may have already covered it, but what does, uh, what does your Sabbath look like? For us, it's the... It has been just a down day. Uh, you know, like a, it's a slower paced day. A lot of times, it's it's just spending time together. It's. I think it, you know it looks different for everybody, but just an example for me is for my family to do it. Most of the time, we have to get away from our house because mm-hmm. there's always something to do, and you know you'll be distracted by the washing of mm. dishes and clothes mm-hmm. and cleaning and and so like we'll go to the beach and take a walk and talk about you know what's God doing or we'll go to the um nature trails up there near Scott's Hill and and we'll walk or take lunch or do you know it's not all day uh sometimes it's half a day mm-hmm. but we'll disconnect you know from the stuff that distracts you and just spend time walking and talking and that's makes it the easiest for me is to get away from the distractions of life or your house or whatever the busyness and get somewhere that there's nothing but you and and whoever you're around and god yeah sometimes that's uh playing golf you know it 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 doesn't necessarily have to be this legalistic thing of you can't 
enjoy what you're doing. Right. It could be going surfing, you know. I know sitting out there in the water is some of the easiest time to connect with God. So my Sabbath day, I guess I don't really have a Sabbath day because our schedule is kind of different every week. I mean, we have a lot of things that are the same every week, but some weeks they're different. You know, like some days soccer might be first thing in the morning, whereas other days it might be later in the morning or, you know, sometimes you got stuff going on on Saturdays or Sunday afternoons or, you know, whatever. Um, I guess we, us as a family, just try and take the opportunities if we've got something that, if we've got a space that comes up where we can just kind of hang out and relax together, or not even relax, but just go do something outside of the day-to-day, you know, around the house or even doing stuff around the house, but like maybe go, you know, back in the woods by the house and go on a walk together or, you know, whatever. But I guess we just try and do it during the week and it it might end up being, you know, a a weekday in the afternoon after the kids get home from school or, you know, um, a lot of times we try and do, I'll try and do like a lunch with Lindsay and Raylan once a week, um, you know, when the boys are at school and that's kind of like a, little treat kind of rest thing from the, the daily grind type deal. Um, so I don't know, I guess I just try and take that. Um, but I guess if I want to be super honest with myself, it's, it's never, well, I can't say it's never, but I guess the intent isn't always, um, God focused, you know? And I, I think that would probably be an honest, uh, confession for everybody is that it's like a, it's I need the rest day. It's for me. I want to do what I want to do, you know, but I don't, but I don't know if necessarily that's the wrong thing anyways, because Jesus said that the, the, what was it? Man wasn't made for the Sabbath, but the Sabbath was for man. Mm-hmm. Right. And you said it kind of at the beginning, that it was a gift. Right. And so not that it's being selfish to want to do things that you want to do, like go play golf or go surfing or whatever, but as long as it's, um, uh, that goes alongside with what John, what was the verse that you said and everything and all things. Uh, yeah. The, uh, Proverbs three, five and six, trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean not on your own understanding and always acknowledge him and he will direct your paths. Yeah. So as long as it lines up with that, you know, doing things that honor him and will glorify him and that your Sabbath, quote unquote, you know, selfish time isn't something that's going to be dishonoring to God. You know what? It well, doesn't It doesn't have to look a certain uh, way, you know, but if your Sabbath is like, you know, just hanging out on Saturday and getting hammered all day, that's... <laughs> Yeah. That's yeah. probably that's probably I would, you know, I'm just going to throw it out there. Sabbath. I'm going to throw it out there, you know, God might not be too stoked on that. Right. Um well, that I was fixing to say the same thing, you know, just like in playing golf, a lot of times, you know, walking from shot to shot or, or even riding with somebody, we're, you know. <laughs> oh, like just, a golf shot to shot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, he was just talking about getting hammered. Yeah, so sorry. Was kind of where that came <laughs> from. Thank you for clearing that up. But It's okay if, if you walk if it when off. We go play, after, after a couple of shots, <laughs> you can't walk anymore. If when, we, if when I go play golf, if – you know, it's it's all about 
your heart posture and what your conversations are centered around or what you're listening to is centered around. And, and if it's only centered around drinking a 12 pack of beer and playing golf and listening to black Sabbath, then, you know, it's probably going to be hard to see what God's doing. Yeah. But if you're going and, and, you know, thanking God for everything he created for you to enjoy and your, your conversations and what you're listening to and, and that's that time to reflect and connect. It doesn't necessarily matter how you do it. Uh, so it, it all goes back to the same thing of only you know what you're doing it for. Right. If I'm doing it just for me and just to satisfy my needs and wants or ignore uh, whatever whatever those things are by playing golf or drinking or listening to whatever – those are just examples. It could be a, I mean, a number of things, but right. Only you know that, right? And that's where I mean, I'm I'm going to say the same. Oh, God thing. knows, right? God knows. I, I mean, I'm going to say the same thing Jordan did. Is like I've a, a lot of times my quote unquote Sabbath looks like just me and Kelsey hanging out, relaxing. Especially right now while she's pregnant. We don't do a whole lot on Saturday at all. Whole lot of foot rubbing. No. <laughs> uh, she she won't even that. let you rub her feet? No, she'll let me. <laughs> you just don't do it? I'd... Kyle, you need to step it up, bud. I know. You got to rub them feet. It's okay. <laughs> I'm anti-feet too, so. Really? Uh, it's no. not that I'm anti-feet. Oh, I it's definitely just... am. 100%. I hate feet. I've always been that way. I'd just rather not. This is where the conversation takes a turn. (laughs) (laughs) No, but this conversation was convicting to me. You know, just talking about the, you know, the the purpose of of the Sabbath being, you know, being focused towards God. um, Us having a, uh, I think I think a lot of times Christians have uh, they try to have like their God box and their Mm -hmm. life. And and the right. two don't merge the way that they're supposed to. I think a lot of times people like I'm gonna I'm gonna set a, I'm gonna set aside this this like moment for you, Lord. But as as far as the walking, the continual prayer, the like the walking with Him, rather than like going back to Him every once in a while and going, "Hey, what's right. going on?" Um, I think it's, that's the difference. Uh, we were understanding how we were created and that we're, we're supposed to be operating in the spirit on a daily basis. Right. Uh, moment by moment is, is kind of the key to that. It's unfortunate that Sunday sort of is that day for people to be like, well, I went to worship today and I had lunch with my family and we prayed. So now, you know, God, I've given you your time. Uh, let's boat get back time. to my time. It's boat time. <laughs> No, so that's, I mean, cause I, I'm the same way. Like, it has been a convicting conversation because, I don't know, I'm as we're preparing for Miles to get here, um, I don't know, I'm just thinking about the kind of dynamic that my family is going to have. And, um, you know, it's not something that I've been very intentional about. You know, it's just kind of been like, well, it's an off day. So that's how it's been treated but what makes an off day different from a sabbath Mm. i think that's what this conversation has been about is i think 
one of the things that I'm going to try to do. And y'all listening and you guys here keep me accountable. But like setting aside a time to actually sit back and reflect. Um, I mean, shoot, if it's a two-minute conversation or if it's a two-hour conversation uh, with Kelsey or with family or whatever, I think that'd be a really cool thing. But just sitting back to reflect on all that God has done in that week before, because if you actually keep your eyes open and always watch, then you'll see him at work. But if it's just something to... I think it's cool. Like God, God calls us to that over and over in sacrament stuff. Right. You know, like just that reflection that like, remember me, <laughs> remember this. Like, you know, we just did, we just did communion yesterday. Yeah. Like as, as a body, like that communing around what God did for us, the, the body and the blood and, and the thought process behind that. Like, I think, a lot of times people will take the Sabbath and try to isolate on the Sabbath too. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that's what God intended. I mean, look at the account we just brought from the scripture. Like he's walking with the disciples. Like he's, he's spending time with the people around him. He's not isolating to himself over the Sabbath. Um, he's, he's just using that, that time to, to be with the Lord and to, to walk with him uh, and rest. Right. I think daily, like you can have many Sabbaths, like, you know, all throughout the Gospels, you know, it talks about Jesus going away yep. and spending time with God. Like, mm-hmm. and it, it just goes back to this in, in everything. It's not just, you know, well, I did my Tuesday Sabbath, so I'm good for the rest <laughs> right. of the week. It's, you know, and I think that's the scripture Jordan was trying to pull out of me earlier was the whether you eat, whether you sleep, whatsoever you do, do it all for the glory of God, not the other one. Right. Uh, you know, it's that. Uh, no, I was bad dwelling with him. They're kind of the same thing anyway. Yeah. It's, it's definitely important to be around people, but I think you, there's also a time for your own personal Sabbath. You know, you're. Oh, yeah. You're, you know, but you should include people in that as well. But, you know, they're. Whether that's in the morning, we've we've talked about that. Just like how you mm-hmm. posture your day, and and for John, it, it is first thing in the morning, just because of the dynamics of his family. And for some people, is maybe before they go to bed, because but there's no wrong time. It's just only Stupid. you know in your heart if you're putting God first, right? And you don't have to limit that by time, right? I mean, because that, that draws me back to my last question was going to be, what is ultimate rest? Because um, I think that's something that Jesus provides and that he actually says, but we always put it in the context of salvation, right? So in Matthew 11, uh, he's, verse 28, says, Come to me, all of you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke and learn from me, because I am lowly and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. We always put that in the context of salvation, and I believe that's absolutely true, but did he provide rest once and for all, or does he make things new every day, and he provides you the rest that you need? Because, yeah, I think sleep is important, but I think we're not talking about physical rest. We're talking about a spiritual rest here. Hmm. So, Amen. 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 No, that's a good point. I, I think that wraps up everything that we were talking about as far as making it a day-to-day thing and all things considering, you know, the things that he's done and, you know, all things that you do 
whether it's eat, sleep, or work, or, you know, whatever. Um, yeah. I'm pretty sure that was KJV quoted, too. Whether you eat, whether you sleep, whatsoever you do. <laughs> you do. Doeth. Doeth it all for the glory of God. That's right. All righty, guys. Well, I reckon we will end the conversation there. So check out our new outro music. Here we go. It's the same as the intro music, but... All right, guys. Thank you for listening to the Walking Together podcast. Uh, I am glad you stuck around for the conversation. And if you have any questions, comments, concerns, thoughts about the new intro or outro music, because I just kind of found it and threw it in there and surprised everybody with it. Um, If you have any thoughts about it, you can leave a uh, comment about it at the website, which is gatheringsurfcity.com slash WTP. You know what the WTP stands for. But the easiest way to remember it is Walking Together Podcast. So gatheringsurfcity.com slash walkingtogetherpodcast, or you can click the link in the description below. Um, yeah, so again, thank y'all for hanging out with us. I hope you enjoyed the conversation. I uh, hope there was a little bit of a challenge in there for you too, so that way you can Sabbath with your family or by yourself. Um <laughs> Anyway, thank you for listening, and I am looking forward to the next one. Later, guys.